0: Good morning and welcome to 2021. Well, that's really how I wanted to start this podcast. Congratulations to everyone who made it through 2020 for their successes that they did make. Hoping all the best for you in this upcoming year, knock on wood. But... I've spent a lot of time talking about war. Let's talk about peacekeeping. I know it could be considered like same thing, but there are different ways of peacekeeping. So there's a lot of things on how we could try and start with peacekeeping. But in reality, where I want to start is kind of, I don't know. This all seems to be following the same line. I will start old and go new. Old then new. Old then new. Same deal every time probably getting really boring. I don't really know how to change it up because it's kind of like a stagnant project that doesn't really move forward. (laughs) Like these recordings aren't really getting me anywhere, but here we go anyhow. So let's first cover... Where did the idea of peacekeeping come from? Like, where did it start? What do we do? What did the world do? Well, peacekeeping, especially in older times, is used very, very vaguely. At least in my opinion. You have, over in Japan, you have like the samurais, the warriors directly related to the emperor. You have similar systems in China. You have similar systems in Russia. Really everywhere all followed the same statute. You had, in medieval times, you've got knights and all kinds of different classifications of soldiers that would all do their very best to try and... Uphold the quote-unquote laws set by the person in power, i.e. royalty. Moving forward, you get to, like, the gunpowder ages, the times of pirates, the times of, like, the Black Plague. You move into that, and you've got all the redcoats. You've got people like Napoleon. as much as they weren't really trying to keep the peace, they were in their own way. They're like, we want the world to respect our royalty, but it doesn't really matter what your royalty thinks. So again, I'll say, it's kind of wishy-washy. No one can really put a good justice system together. Same deal over in the States. Canada in itself is just an extension of Britain. So, red coats again. And funny that today we still have red coats. The RCMP, what do they dress informally? Red coats. Mind blowing. Not really, but. Here we are anyway. You've got basic police. Police say they're peacekeepers. It can be determined in both ways, I suppose. Everyone has their own opinions on how the police actually (laughs) are peacekeeping. You have modern-day soldiers, you have soldiers of the past, like World War I, World War II, Civil War, so on and so forth. They're all defending their ideals and their idea of peace. So really, it's not a question of when peacekeeping started, because peacekeeping in itself is very vague. It's based on the ideas of what a certain group finds to be quote unquote peaceful. So look at it how you will, but defining peace is probably the more important factor to peacekeeping. But where did it start? I'm sure it could have started all the way back in, like, the Stone Age. There would be enforcers. It's the same way how it goes on a hockey team. Let's say one player on the opposing team is to make a dirty move. You'll have a player on your team that is labeled the enforcer what do they do they keep the peace again throw that in air quotes because well that's your idea of peace but odds are it's only going to escalate things it's the same way almost everywhere else in every other scenario you look at the boston riots you look at huge disturbances in washington where they had to board up windows during the election and how they had swat standing on set standby and what did that really do what did it do nothing people want to be violent they'll still find a way to be violent And lots of the time groups will retaliate and defy the peacekeepers because that's not their idea of peace. But I mean, hey, sometimes it works only because let's say Let's use this as an example, actually. Chinese versus Americans. The Americans have a certain idea of peace and they will defend that to their wit's end. Not exactly saying it's 100% correct in some cases, but they will then moving forward from that, you look to how the Chinese would do things, which is, well, basically what everything that Americans stand against, but the Americans are keeping them in check. Why? Raw military power and force. So if you're looking at peace by force, yeah, most of the time that is how it works. SWAT is terrifying because of what? Raw power and their power by legislation. You look at military forces and MPs. That's what the RCMP is. An MP. And... Still, let's say you're speeding down the highway, doing your own thing, not really putting anyone in danger because that's the flow of traffic. But think about it this way. Your eyes are always on the scan for a cop. That's just the way it is. Or, you know, you don't speed and you're a saint. we all know that's a damn lie like let's be real here everyone has sped everyone has been on the lookout for cops while speeding they're like oh god is there one up around this corner I don't know. Maybe I should slow down a little bit before going into this corner because it's a blind corner and I don't know where he could be hiding. And if someone lights up my comments saying he, as in like only a male cop, really? You're being way too sensitive about the topic. You are. And just like that, some other peacekeeper, high and mighty person is going to come after me because they want to, quote unquote, keep the peace according to their beliefs. My beliefs is I don't care at all. Age, gender, sexual orientation doesn't matter. A cop is a cop, and they're scary. Sure, they're peacekeepers, but half the time when you need them, they're not there. And within that half the time, your story gets put off as irrelevant. Judicial systems as it stands, are not in the best condition and i'll just leave that at that so piece by force is it a thing is it effective yes it is the thing yes it is effective Always has been, always will be. You want results? Show up in masses. Sheer force will get your voice heard. Or voices. that's that kind of force peace by violence only sparks more violence and whoever the winner is through that violence (laughs) well put two and two together that's how it's been all the way through all of human existence But there's a difference between peacekeeping, peacemaking, and peace support. Peacekeeping is maintaining an idea of peace, throw that in air quotes. And just kind of like making sure it stays that way because that's what the vast majority agrees with. So in case one group of individuals suddenly appears and they're a bunch of revolutionaries, odds are their voices won't really be heard until that turns to the majority. But in order to keep the peace, people always turn to the idea that peace is where there is no violence. And no violence means everything's okay. Sure, a riot here and there. But as long as it's a peaceful riot, again, throw that in air quotes, because peace is defined in different ways. You look at that and you go, well, shoot, They're just out having their little debacle. Maybe I should consider what they have to say. That's what someone is going to think. Another person is going to think, look at those bunch of hippies out there waving their signs. That's not going to get anything done the way we have. It's already just fine. And that's a system. But as long as there's no violence, the peace is kept peacemaking on the other hand is really more of an accord. You take those two sides that are at a stalemate and are probably edging on violence if not already taking part in violence and you have a third party that comes in and is just like Okay, you guys need to settle this, all right? Peacekeeping is normally kept by a third party as well, just to have that unbiased opinion. However, that's not always the case. But under generalization, if you're looking at, like, big conflicts over, over in, like, Lebanon... then seems like it would be something that's pretty darn realistic, um, but yeah no, peacemaking, we'll try to make an accord. Maybe they try and meet halfway, or maybe they take more of a side of bias and then decide that's on the losing side, because there is a winner and a loser. The side that's on the losing half of the battle is just going to have to conform. Because that's how peace is made. Allegedly. Or at least that's what we hope. Peace support. Is like that step that's halfway in between peacekeeping and peacemaking. You have a third party. That comes in. And supports. That let's say the two groups make peace and try and stop, if not slow down, the violence that is impending. Lots of the time, that's really what militaries do. They say they're peacekeepers overseas, but honestly, It's really just supporting the idea of peace to be spread throughout said area and to have that distinction move forward. You wanna look at examples, try. Uh hmm. Try the American involvement in Lebanon actually. That's that's not a bad one. American and European, as a matter of fact or American and European in Afghanistan or in Vietnam. Really, you could look at almost any of the cases where it's gone from a communist to semi-democratic system. Because there will still be communism and dictatorship. That's just a part of their ways. Or you could look at most terror groups. Terror groups are started by working against their own people. And then you have people that come in as peacekeepers that are trying to really, you know, support peace moving forward and peacemaking, or take down a common threat based on their own ideals of what peace is. The vast majority of our modern-day wars are all looking at those particular cases. But taking one other thing into consideration, what if they can't achieve peace? What if they do? What if the fighting just never stops and there's always something wrong? Have a look at North and South Korea. They still don't get along. And how many years ago was that battle? How many times was that battle fought? Cause that wasn't like one go. That was multiple. and they still haven't come to peace it's 2021 now but yeah what'd they do to try and you know make something out of nothing they split themselves apart and went their two separate ways Did it work for a little bit? I'm sure it did. A little bit. But it never fully got rid of the problem. But that's really what I have to say on the topic of peacekeeping. Thanks for sticking around for this short little one, guys. Kind of felt like having a rant. Felt good. Feel good now. Hope you guys are having an amazing kickoff to your 2021. Hope that your 2020 wasn't too harsh on you. Let's, uh, (laughs) let's try and wear some PPE and get this virus thing out of the way so we can get back to our lives as we knew it. Cause I'm kind of sick of being in my house. Like, it was nice at the beginning. Like, you know when all students got those, like, first two weeks off? We're just like, heck yeah, we're just going to sit at home and kick it. This is going to be great. Mmm. I kind of regret saying that. Like... Alright, done being at home now. Let me go out and do teenager things. Over it. Anyhow. You guys have yourselves a great day, night, whatever it may be for you. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace.